man, just just really fortunate and, and really feel happy that we got the win. And but uh, still have some 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 things to improve on. Um, got to enjoy this win, but then we got to put it away and get ready for the next one. But um, just really really happy that we got this win. Kalani, talk about that big fourth quarter drive where you w went down and got that uh, field goal to make it a two-score game. Yeah, just I, I mean, I would have liked the touchdown, you know, but uh, the uh, just really proud of, of the team, just proud of the guys sticking with it. There was, I think, the drive before that, it just seemed like this huge raindrops just coming down. It got the ball really wet. We're nervous about um, about throwing the ball because it was really heavy, and so. And it just seemed like it just let up at the right moment. Um, it didn't help on that drive, but I mean, we, we just we just knew that this game would come down be tight. Um, you know, we don't want it to be, but uh, it just seemed like uh, there there's some moments there where we could have uh, easily folded and, and, and given in. And I give a lot of credit to our coaches, give a lot of credit to our players and leadership guys uh, getting it done. So it was a lot of fun. What a great night! Just so happy for the fans. Just really happy. John and then Matthew. Kalani, um, on third down tonight, you guys were 11 of 19 converting third downs. How critical was it to, to be able to sustain drives like that against a defense as good as Utah's? Yeah, I mean, a great defense. Uh, you know, we, we talked about it from last week, improving and trying to possess the ball and try to get uh, more plays. We didn't have enough plays last week and, and uh, the fact that we had the possession and had the, had more plays in, in Utah is a good sign for us and uh, a lot of that has to has to go with the, with the complementary football that we played between our three phases and offense defense and special teams and so you know we, we, we took some risks went for it on fourth down and did some things that, that we thought would be helpful and, and did some things on defense that were unique and different and give a lot of credit to A-Rod at the game plan and Fessy and the rest of the offensive staff and a lot of credit to Elias Tuiaki, what he did with defense and, and with Ed Lamb and the rest of the group. I mean, uh, I thought it was a perfect game plan. We, we didn't execute the best. I, I think there were moments where we could have tackled better still, and I think a lot of that had to do with the type of athletes that we're trying to tackle still from, from Utah. Running back made some great runs, and uh, just got to keep working on, on staying on our feet. I think we got a little gassed out and, and tried to leave our feet thinking that we could take – down great athletes by just throwing our body at it. So we'll, we'll get that fixed, but um, just just love the fight in our players, and it was, just, it was, it was good to get this win. <clears throat> Kalani, uh, second game hall with multiple touchdown passes and no turnovers. What impressed you the most about his performance tonight? I didn't hear all of it. So we kind of come back. Say it again. What impressed you the most about Jaron Hall? Oh, Jared Hall. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many sacks they had. I got to look at that. But, but he, he was able to avoid um, pressure and uh, by using his legs. Uh, he was able to extend drives by using his legs. I mean, he, he can run. We know that. And uh, it's a weapon that we can use. And, and he can throw the ball, too. But I think you have to give a lot of credit to Utah's defense by with their coverage and things that they did to mix it up. And, try to confuse our quarterback, but I, I like that he took care of the football. I like that our guys had great ball security, and uh, we can always improve. That can always be even better, even though we didn't turn the ball over. Um, we like to make sure that we secure the ball always. And 
I like what he did. I, I think uh, Jaron is starting to really come into his own and feel really comfortable on the field. And uh, I like the way he, he uh, commands the offense and the way he runs drives. So uh, still some things that he, he knows he can improve on and that we can do better on offense. But it's nice to have a guy like Jaron to make it work. Sam and then Norma. Coach, uh, over the years we've seen you be a part of celebrations on the field after big wins. What was this one like for you, uh, considering the history that these two schools have together and being out there with your fans and players to celebrate this win at the end there? It was exhausting. I got really tired. I mean, I'm getting old, but, uh, man, it was just so much fun. And, and the energy that was – in the stadium tonight, and I, I miss our fans. I miss having them um, at home, and that was something special. You just, you just, you can hear them. They're really loud tonight. They made a difference. I mean, the performance was a, a lot from what they brought to the table, and uh, I'm just so thankful for them. I hope they, I hope the fans know how much our players love them, and how much they love playing for them. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it, it closed in real quick when everyone stormed the field and had to get out of there. But um, the crowd surfing, stuff like that, I, I probably could have done without it. There's probably some people with some hurt backs and necks right now from picking me up. But, um, I mean, I'm going to do whatever the fans want. So, I, you know, this is a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun in the locker room after this. And then we're going to go to work. We're going to go to church tomorrow and then we're going to go to work. I remember correctly last week you only BYU only gave up three penalties this time around you had eight for 65 yards what was the difference this week that just kind of kept you guys off guard and just committing stupid mistakes I guess well I mean I think the, they did some things up front that I think kept our line up you know moved the movement up front and um, different referee crews handled that differently but I think once we got used to it, it wasn't a, an issue. But I think you have to give a lot of credit to Utah. They're really great athletes and put us in some tough spots. And we made mistakes. And the, the, the eight penalties, we for sure want less than that. But um, I think they had they had six. And so it was a back and forth game. And well, it's something they keep improving on. You know what I mean? And, um, I think the one that the ones that bother me the most though aren't really the part of the play and the holdings and stuff like that. It's, it's the ones that, that we're uncharacteristic of what BYU is about, the late hits and unsportsmanlike conduct. That's on me. That's that's what I got to do better as a head coach you know, to make sure that we're more disciplined in that aspect. And um, I thought we played better in the second half in regards to that stuff. But, um, yeah, that, that stuff can't happen. We can't, um, you know, make those type of mistakes. I think those – those, we had three of those. We had two late hits and one unsportsmanlike. So there's there's three penalties for 45 yards right there. And that's we we didn't have those, which are very easy to fix. And I, I think we're probably okay with the results, even though that some of the mistakes we wish we could have back. But what I do like is that we saw better in the second half from that aspect of discipline. And um, our guys, we can overcome. We said we can overcome any mistakes with um, energy and effort. And, and I love the energy from everything that's on our sideline and the effort that I saw from the guys. Jared and then Mitch. 
Kalani, I wanted to talk about how you won this game. In, in a lot of the previous contests, they've been similar, but Utah's had the lead and maybe been able to out-physical you, particularly in the fourth quarter. Talk about the way the boys on both sides, particularly in the trenches, were able to handle that. Well, I'm, you know, there's, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from, from playing football. And I go back to when we needed to get stronger and more physical from playing Wisconsin way back when. And um, our, our experiences of playing against Utah, everyone knows they're physical, um, strong teams. And, and I mean, everybody knows my history. I, I coached there for 10 years, and so I know what they do there. And it's something that we want to have part of our identity. You know? And so um, I think Coach Wood does an amazing job with the, the identity of their team. And hopefully we can do something that, to make that part of our identity as well, being physical, playing strong. Um, it was a really, it was a back and forth. I mean, it, it was a, it was a slugfest. Uh, that's probably the best way to describe it. I think um, we just made a few more plays than they did. Other than that, it was, I thought it was, I mean, it, we just, you're right. I, I, I like the way we ended the game. I like the way that we uh, went down on that drive and ended up picking a field goal. I like the way we uh, ran the clock out and, and um, Tyler Algier and that little line. And Lopini Katoa, those guys were physical with tight ends blocking, receivers blocking downfield. And um, it's a lot of fun. It was, it, was, it was good to be part of that and, and very promising from the head coach to see that in, in, in the team. Kalani, did, did, you, uh, did you and Witt have the chance to exchange words? I know that there was a lot of fans on the field, but after the game, did you guys have the chance to ex- exchange words? And if so, uh, what did Witt say to you? It was good. It was a really good moment. Uh, I love Kyle Whittingham. I love his family. Uh, I'm fortunate that he uh, helped mentor me, brought me up in, in, in his college coaching game. And, uh, I really value our friendship. And so uh, part of that is just keeping those moments private. I, I enjoyed that embrace uh, after the game. And I appreciate everything I told him. I can tell you what I said to him. I told him thank you for everything. And um, really appreciate him. I told him I love him. And, um, we're really good friends. Uh, we're close. And uh, just, I just spent the question before explaining how we're trying to, to have that type of mindset and that type of identity. And, and uh, he's, he's been an amazing coach and, and uh, a great mentor. And it just happens that he's, he's at our rival school. And so, um, but it, yeah, that, that exchange is. Um, I don't know what else to say. Uh, I love Kyle Whittingham. Last two questions, Jay and then Jake. Uh, yeah, Kalani, uh, in 2018, you had the big lead, and uh, you've already mentioned they wore you, wore you down and you got more physical in the last three years. But also, you stayed aggressive tonight, especially Roderick with his play calling and also with some of the blitzes that worked. Can you learn from that game that you applied tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I, thanks for the reminder, Jay. Um, <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. No, it was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I don't like to lose, and, and, but I, I love to learn. And um, anytime I can get better um, as a head coach and I look at things that I can do differently, and anytime that I can keep um, in, in, in endorsing that type of um, culture that we have on our team, 
we always talk about our culture of love and learning. Um, you take moments where you where you lose and you try to find a way to improve on it. And then if you take moments when you win, like like tonight, and you also try to find ways to improve. Uh, I'm, I'm all about learning, and um, I've I've made mistakes before, and I've I've had I've had some some troubles. But I, the one thing that I, I'm going to tell people is that I've, I've learned, and, and I continue to learn. And, and um, one thing I could say that I'm really proud of is that our staff did a great job. I, you mentioned uh, the Blitz package and everything. I hope everybody knows that that was a nice to document the game plan tonight. Did a great job calling the game, and um, it was great to, to see him in motion. And I felt really uh, proud of him as, as, a, as a mentor of his, you know, to see him doing his thing. And, and all the coaches, man, I, I love watching all the, the assistants on the sideline, um, you know, doing their job and, and connecting with their players and having a lot of fun with it. So just really, really thankful that I have a great staff that can make it work. And, and they're all just having fun with the fans. And so we, we try, try to learn as much as we can, stay positive as much as we can, even in the tough times. And, and uh, when you do that, you, you learn and, and you improve and it just becomes a part of you. So now we have the tough task of learning when we win. And, and um, that's something that I think we're up for the challenge. Kuani, you've talked about the fact that you don't feel like this season needs to do anything to justify what you guys did in 2020, but do you consider this to be a benchmark win to kind of prove where you guys have come in terms of just your overall depth and strength of your program? I don't know. I kind of struggle with that. Like our depth, we like our team. We like the players on the team. You know, when you when you play this type of schedule and you play some tough P fives right away, you're going to have to test the depth. We we know that coming into this, and that that was part of the deal. You know, in the years past that we've had to deal with that, and we we had to go into our depth a little bit in recruiting and development. And so I like the way our team is right now. I like the depth, but it's always, it's a, it's an ongoing process. You know, uh, there's guys on, on our team right now that are, um, that are really close to getting on the field again. And I, and I mentioned that I like having a uh, more starters than the 11 on offensive defense and special teams. And I, I think we're, we're really starting to get there, but, um, but that's hard to say when, when, when you don't get to test it out. And I don't really hope that we get to test our depth out, but I, I just like the urgency that our coaches have in teaching their guys, and I like the way they approach each week. This week we had a great opportunity for our players to focus on things, the words of Lowell Edwards um, about preparation, and that there's a, there's a will to prepare, and that's way more important than the little kid. And um, I was really proud of the way the guys prepared this week. And they came they came to work with every practice with, with a little bit more intent, a little bit more physicality, and man, it was, it, was a, it was a great sight to see as a head coach that I don't have to jumpstart that thing. That means that we have good leadership. We lost a lot of great leaders that went, went on to the NFL, and it's, it's nice to see that thing still roll when we have great leaders continue to lead along the way. So, yeah, that's just really happy, guys. I, uh, man, just, just really happy. I, I can't wait to learn from this game and, and get better next week. All right, thanks, Coach. All right, we're out. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kalani. Kalani. 
Postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto. Driven by you. Let's join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is the Larry H. Miller Auto Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson up top. Head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, is in the Cougar locker room area. And let's head down there right now. Kalani is on headset. Kalani, congratulations to you, everyone in this program, the players, staffers, trainers, everybody that could be a part of this was a part in one way or another uh, of a big win that moves you to 2-0 and and gets one back in the rivalry before you guys take another break. Congrats in every possible way. Hey, uh, thank you. Congratulations to everybody. Um, you know, it, it was a lot of fun, and, uh, man, just really happy for all the fans. Just, <laughs> I, It's hard not to get emotional, just just so happy for all of them. You could, you could feel the sense of urgency um, in the stadium, and, and there's, it was electric, man. It's so nice to have the fans here and how loud they were. It was it was so awesome to see, and they, 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 uh, they must have been training for storming the field because they did it faster <laughs> than any team I've ever, any fan base I've ever seen before. So, they had some quicks in getting down there, didn't they? They were. They, you, you could tell that there was a lot of urgency for them to do that. So that that was a, that was a fun moment, and um, just, uh, just really happy for everybody involved, and um, that's everyone that's involved with BYU, and, and this has been a, a fun weekend for everyone. Well, we could go a lot of places here, but I think it's interesting that, that last week in Las Vegas, you were in a situation where a game you kind of had going your way changed when, when, when Arizona scored 10 straight points, and you needed another score to kind of put it to bed, and you did that. Tonight, I'll be darned, uh, you had this thing up 23-7, to Utah scores 10 straight points, you needed another score to put this one to bed, and you go on a six-minute-plus drive. It ends with a field goal, the points you needed. When you had to have a response, in back-to-back weeks now against P5 opponents, you guys have come together and gotten the job done. Yeah, I, 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 I want to find a way to just uh, play at our best and, and end it whenever we can, but uh, I'll take the win whenever we, however we can get it. And uh, I was really just pleased with the way our, our players respond, their response to everything. Um, you know, I, I know that there's a time where people were get, could get nervous, and, and, man, it was really uh, relieving to hear our players and the talk on the sideline and the energy and the excitement to keep this thing rolling and, and, and to get the uh, the ball in the end zone or get it a field goal. I mean, that that drive was amazing. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it was nice to see the defense make a lot of plays. I mean, that the defense did a great job, and um, I, I was really, really proud of all, all three phases of the, of, of the game. And, I think Tuyaki and A-Rod and, and, and Ed Lamb and the rest of the coaches did an amazing job. And it was just a lot of fun to see. And obviously there's some things that we want to improve and get better and, and uh, in a hurry because we got another ranked team coming in next week and really looking forward to that, but also looking forward to learning um, and getting better after a win. Coach, uh, I, I think about the one game I got uh, in this rivalry and you were on the other sideline and uh, all the – you know what ifs about that game, but it comes. There was a fundamental principle of that, which was like, man, it was. It's hard to get anything going when the other team's playing on your side of the ball. Well, tonight, I think for the first time in a while, 
and of course you were you know you were instrumental in Utah playing on our side of the ball for all 60 minutes uh, up there in Rice Eccles Stadium but tonight definitively it was clear to anybody with half a football brain that uh, be on both off as far as the offensive line we were pushing them and playing on their side of the ball defensively and then uh, we spent plenty of, we set up camp in their backfield playing on their side of the ball is that something that is a mindset is it recruiting is it technique how do you get your guys to play that physical brand of football it's all of the above and 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 honestly it's guys that are that are waiting and, and excited for their moment you know and we lost when we lost a lot of guys on on o-line and d-line um I, I think there was this this sense of everyone worried about our o-line d-line and and losing those guys like brady and tristan and and you know chandon on on o-line then losing you know kyrus and <laughs> and bracken and zach on d-line and then so I think everyone just assumed that they weren't going to be uh, as as polished as they are now. And the one thing that, that we are strong, and and I, 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 we hang our hat on our team getting stronger from in the years past. And that's a lot of development, a lot of hard work. But it, it's the drive that our players have and the sacrifices that they're making, willing to make, and understanding their competitive advantages and knowing that this could get them, uh, uh, you know, a step up on on their competition. And it's just following what what we have at BYU, and and so I, I keep trying to, you know, it's never perfect, but you want to keep encouraging our players to to look at this and look at the things that we have at BYU that makes us unique and different as a strength rather than a hindrance. And and uh, I love I love the culture on the team. I love the players are accepting and realizing that man, it is a strength, not just on the football field, but in life altogether. And it all comes together. So, I mean, these guys are tough kids. They work hard. But I think um, I think they always have something to prove, and let's not lose that attitude and that mentality. Coach, uh, in leading up to the game in both uh, immediate pregame and kind of throughout the week, you emphasized turnovers, two, fourth, fourth, two first quarter turnovers. How big was that in setting the tone for this game? Well, I can't remember. Did we get any points from those? Uh, officially, officially I, I think they – they said six, but it felt like three. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we got to get more points off of those turnovers, but may- maybe maybe we could, we can should score on defense. That would be good too. And I mean that it's I, just I, easier that way, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole you know everyone's been always talking about the turnover margin and 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 you know like this the offensive side like it's their fault. And and I think Greg, when we talked on the show earlier this week, it was. I was like, hey guys, listen. There's there's two sides to the story, and and yeah, we want to take care of the football on offense, but we also want to be aggressive, which we may turn the ball over a little bit. Um, but on defense, we need to get active and create turnovers, and I'm glad we were able to do that. I, I mean, Charlie Brewer has been through a lot of different football games. He's got tons of experience, so it's not like we could throw a lot of things at him that he hasn't seen before. But we could be we could we could play with high intensity and get after him, and as a team. And, you know, they made some plays and, and we made some plays, but I think I just like the demeanor of the team. And, and I think this defense with, with what Tuyaki is doing is going to cause more, more havoc and hopefully cause more turnovers for us. Yeah, Charlie uh, went over 10,000 career passing yards tonight, by the way. So, yeah, he has been around a little bit. By the way, BYU's now won 16 consecutive games when you're even or plus in the margin. And when you have zero turnovers, Kalani, you're all but unbeatable. Your teams are now 17-1 and one when you just don't turn the ball over. 
And and going back to the Boca Raton Bowl, that's three straight games without a turnover, and you're going to love your chances in those kind of you know with with clean performances like that. Yeah, the, the stats help us. The data's there, and so we, we need to do whatever we can to, to keep winning a turnover margin, creating turnovers on on defense and special teams, and taking care of the football on offense. And I like our chances, but I, I also want um, Jaron to feel like he can take some some mm-hmm. risks and, and and not feel like. Um, you know, I, I, we saw Zach do some great decision-making last year, and I think Jaron's really on top of it. He really took some notes, and all the quarterbacks, him, Baylor, and, and, and Jacob, have done a great job of just knowing how to how to run an offense. And, and it's because of uh, the example that that um, Zach had, but also the, the mentoring and the, and the teaching that A-Rod's doing. And, and A-Rod's an amazing coach, and I, I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does for our offense, and specifically in the quarterback room. And and, and same thing for Ituiaki. does a great job on defense. And so it was nice for me to take a uh, you know, step back and, and, and basically cheer for the players and get them positive on the sideline but mm-hmm. uh, and then allow them to do their thing. Okay, uh, two last things before the break. We'll do another segment with you here in a second. But uh, you were you had no giveaways and two takeaways, and you were close to a couple more. There were some tip balls at line of scrimmage that your guys were just this close to bringing in. Uh, you were all over it tonight, and there were a lot of plays near the line that were made as well. So it was a really active night that way. Uh, okay, before the break, this came really, really early in the game, but I have to bring it up now. I said on I, I said on the air, get yourself a coach who can make fingertip catches on the sidelines. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Hey, the 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 old fullback in me just took <laughs> off, and I just saw the ball, and I'm like, I, I thought that was something that I should probably catch, you know? And um, I don't know. I just I felt a little embarrassed that I did it, and then I did some moves. I, I'm not – they're not really great moves, but I kind of like – played along with it after I caught it I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't have done that and try to play it off I mean I'm not perfect I make mistakes I I, I probably goof around a little bit on the sideline but I wanted to let the guys play loose and have fun I wanted the fans to have fun as well and um, you know, I'll, I'll try not to do that. No, no, no. I thought <laughs> he saw. I, I thought everything about it was great. He talks about the old plane days. He he saw it into the tuck too. He didn't just like catch it and toss it to a ball boy. He got he it all the way. It. Ball security. Yeah, yeah, he practices what he preaches. <laughs> and it wasn't quite a high step, but he was down the boundary a little bit. That was that was pretty Trust good. Now, me, that's as high of a step you're gonna ever <laughs> see from me. <laughs> I kind of like the message it sent too. Like, you know what? I'm here to have fun. Let's go have some fun tonight, boys. And, exactly. and, and nothing beats the way this one ended for sure in terms of fun. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and some closing comments from the coach Kalani Sitake. This is our Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, the Larry H. Miller Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Back with Kalani after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU is a winner over Utah tonight. Our final score is 26-17. Sold out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And Kalani, maybe just a note about that. I know you know so many of those 64,000 fans ended up on the field, but uh, every seat felt filled, and it was an official sellout. And with the new video boards and, and a home opener, uh, Cougar Nation represented in, in, a, in a great way, and they were rewarded tonight. Man, I love them so much, and, and, and our players love them. It was awesome, the, the energy that they brought to the, to the game, the excitement, and, and um, it, it, there's, there's nothing like it, man. And, and I'm just 
so honored to to, to see it. You know, I, I have the best view of from from where I'm at on the sideline of the game and the fans, and and uh, so much fun. Just uh, I appreciate all of them. Coach, uh, obviously the players deserve all the credit because they get it done in between, you know, in between the white lines. But, uh, man, I saw some some creativity out of Coach Roderick and the just being absolutely lethal with the QV run game and then the blitzes that they were dialing up. And it wasn't just – forget the sacks. They were forcing the ball out of Brewer's hand early and often. They hardly had any completions down the field. Take a moment and talk about your coordinators and staff and the preparation that they had leading up to this game. Yeah, I, I, I am uh, um, very, very lucky and fortunate to have – such wonderful um, men on our staff that 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 coach our guys and um, promote the the culture from our school and the mission of our school and our our program um, and and you know they love these these young men and so that that's the one thing that I I really appreciate how much they love them and care about them and um, so when you see what A Rod has done and and what what E has done um, what Ed Lamb has done I mean the whole coaching staff done a great job but. Um, I wanted to honor those guys in the locker room. That's why I, I asked them to dance, you know. And Their dance move's not the best, but um, I was really excited that, that uh, they just work so hard, man, and, and I'm really, really fortunate to have them on our staff, and I hope, hope Cougar Nation, everybody appreciates them as much as I do. Jaron Hall told us that it was his understanding that, that he didn't think you'd been officially given a game ball, and he thought that had to happen tonight, and, and you were awarded the game ball tonight. What did that mean to you in the locker room? Oh, that 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 was special, and and um, you know I didn't expect it, but but uh, it just I I don't know if you understand the type of kid that Jaron is, and the type of guys that we have on our team. They just always thinking of others, and I I'm I'm I benefit so much from that that they they're always checking on me and and making sure everything's okay. And I mean I'm I'm the guy that's supposed to be doing that for them, and they're always concerned about how I'm feeling. How things are going, and um, I just I'm really thankful for our relationship where uh, our players feel like there's this great connection and camaraderie with the coaching staff, and the, we could collaborate and talk. I mean, it, it starts from what I was able to do with Lavelle when I was able to talk to him, and just calling him Lavelle was such a cool thing. And I have all these guys. It's nice that they can call me by my first name, Kalani, and it's good that I have a, a, another Shiitake on the staff so they, they just can't call me Coach Shiitake. They have to actually call me by my first name. Hmm. And it's what I prefer. I heard it from the fans too, and it's just we feel like there's that great connection and uh, titles aside, it's just really cool to have that camaraderie with each other. It's really kind of funny you say that because, you know, nationally there have been a few coaches that uh, take umbrage when someone addresses them as anything other than coach, and, and you're not that way. No, neither was Lavelle, and and I mean I I respect him so much that I try to copy as much as I can with him when he when he was my coach, and uh, I, I mean I I try to do as much as I can that like he did. I, obviously, he had great career, and the stadium was named after him. But uh, why wouldn't you look at someone that has that type of success? And his success, Greg, you know, is the connection with people, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and that's something that really was so so impactful in my life. That I, I, if I can have a small part of that, man, I, 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 I that's something that I, I, I cherish. So I, I'm hoping that our players do do have that relationship, with the fans as well. And I just, I just like where I'm at right now. I like where our program is at, and our players, and I just like the exchanges. So I, I don't have anything to to question all the other 
coaches. They they do it however they want. But Lavelle told me when when I first got the job, just be yourself and be as. And what I'm trying to do is be my best self, and I hope I hope it works. Coach, uh, I, I don't mean to you know pull this one out of the oven too quick and or to let the enjoyment. Um, to take away, but uh, I, I'm just excited for the next time I get to watch this team play, which is going to be a fun one against another, you know, legendary coach in Herm Edwards, bringing his Arizona State Sun Devils uh, up to Provo. What's the message to the boys, or how, how do you get them back to work and not kind of just feeling themselves after what is deservedly, you know, a, a momentous win for this team and this program? How do you get them back to business? Well, we talked about it in, in the locker room that, that our, our cultures love and learn, and we have to get better. And we have to learn, and we have to keep loving what we do and who we represent. Um, you know, when we're when we're doing what we do, and and so that's for us. Um, we need to have a, a huge sense of humility, and um, be thankful that we won the game and, and be excited about that. But it's time to go back to work, man. Just because you win the game doesn't mean that there's not things to fix. So, what happens normally is when you lose a game. Everything was the was the reason. So you make a mountain out of molehill, and you go crazy, and you you make it like this one tackle is what lost the game. And so, when you win, sometimes you don't you don't correct those things because you overlook it because it's a great win over your rival, and and so you may not have the same uh, attempt to fix it, and that's not going to work for us. Uh, our our coaches, our players, they know that we have to improve and get better. And we love improving off after a win, but it takes a huge sense of humility and um, and hard work to get back at it. And we will we will get back at it. And the the leaders on our team will not not allow these guys to to let this thing go on any further. I mean, we want, we're excited we won, but the the work starts again. We're going to go to church tomorrow and and uh, get to work on Monday. Kalani, I'm sure that uh, guys who couldn't play last week or guys who got hurt in the game last week all wanted to be a part of tonight's game. And most of those guys got into tonight's game. And some I didn't know that we would see. When I saw Gunnar Romney get hurt and be on crutches, uh, I, I didn't think he'd play this week. But there he was, starting the game for you. And then both Nakua brothers get out there and make plays for you. And how gratifying to have almost all hands on deck and see some guys that might have been questionable get out there and, and, and play a role for you and be a part of this great win. Yeah, it just shows, um, you know, I, I think the right decision last week was to take care of the Nakua's. And make sure they get to this game. I mean, we would have loved to see them in the Vegas game, but sometimes we have to save the players from themselves because they they're willing to do whatever it takes for the program and for their fans. And it it's, it takes uh, a, you know the coaching staff to make some tough decisions. And and we were able to benefit from those guys waiting, guys like Max Tooley and Jackson Kafusi and others that that didn't play in the first game. But um, this game, you know, I think Keenan Ellis is the only one that didn't get to play, but. Other than that, Gunnar Romney came back and Neil was good, and so it was just nice to have him full strength. I mean, it was it was tough sledding. Utah's got a great team, you know, and 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 uh, they're ranked for a reason, and so it wasn't really easy. But I like the the mindset of our team. I like the the mentality of our players, and um, man, it's just it's just a lot of fun when we're able to do it like that. Well, Kalani, uh, what what what, uh, uh, what a great and wonderful week it's been for Cougar Nation. We had what happened in Vegas seven nights ago. We'll never forget that feeling. And then we had uh, all the buildup and, and the announcement from the Big 12. And you're focused on football at that point, but it was a thing for Cougar Nation. Yesterday meant a lot. And then to follow it up with tonight in a sold-out stadium and a win over Utah, ending the run. Uh, wow, I, 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 I just know that Cougar Nation – Every member of it can uh, can sleep 
well and happy and content and, and feel that it's been a special week and that a lot of work over decades went into it and it kind of capped it off tonight. Yeah, it seems like we're going to take advantage of that day of rest tomorrow or today or whatever it <laughs> whatever is. Whatever yeah. it is. But, I, I mean, I just a lot of excitement. Um, great things are happening, and it's because of uh, Cougar Nation and what they represent and, and um, the administration, the school, the students, the faculty, everybody. It's just so much fun, and um, we, we want to keep this train rolling. So, you know, we got to get back to work. Obviously, we're going we're gonna to have that day of rest tomorrow, but – I think there's this this sense of urgency from our team to get better, and and man, I'm I'm just so proud of that because our leaders are taking over. Can I ask you one last thing? When Tyler Algier had that last first down, that meant you could 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 go to victory and 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 run out the clock. What what was it like in your head at that moment? I said he's going to have two tries at it. You know, <laughs> it was third down, and and uh, we were going to if it was fourth down, we were going to give it to him again, and so. Not to give away the game plan or anything, <laughs> if that does happen again, but uh, I think we can put it on his shoulders, and and not just him, but the guys that block for him up front, the O line, the tight ends, the receivers that block for for the running backs. He, he and Lopini had had to make some big time plays, and some some guys miss, but man, that that O line doesn't get enough credit. The, the, the tight ends and the receivers blocking downfield, they don't get enough credit for some of the things that they did for Jaron and Tyler to run. Well, it had been a while since BYU had been able to take a knee against Utah, and they did after that play to close it out and bring the fans onto the field and, and cap a great night and a great week. And we're so glad that we uh, got to call the game and, and, uh, and be a part of it with you all. So congratulations once again, and we'll let you give the final word to Cougar Nation before we let you say goodnight. Cougar Nation, love you guys. I hope, I hope everybody can be uh, humble in our victory as well. I uh, just want to just rem- remind everyone that uh, – Utah has been great opponents to us, and they have a wonderful fan base. So let's show them the love uh, and, and appreciation for them. But at the same time, just really thankful for that for all of you and glad that we were able to get the win. And let's keep this thing rolling. We're going to need you guys next week as well. So love you guys. Go Cougs. Well, we appreciate you too, Kalani, here in the booth. Thanks again. Congratulations, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Great okay. job, Coach. All right. That's Kalani Sitake, and that is tonight's Larry H. Miller. Cougar post-game coaches show brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. We will get into Cougar Nation now next. And Cougar Nation's now, Cougar Nation now is kind of a, I don't know how to describe it r- properly. Riley, it's, it's, a, it's a state of mind, you know. Uh, An it, institution. Well, I hope we get to that point. In the day, back in the day, it used to be about, uh, you know, the phone calls and maybe even the emails. And now we've kind of turned it into kind of a social media thing where uh, you can drop us a tweet and see where it takes us. So we asked Cougar Nation to to throw them at us, throw some tweets at us, whether they're questions, comments, or opinions, and see which ones we kind of latch on to to take us for a ride a little bit. So we'll do that. And you can reach us via the Twitter uh, a couple of ways. You can use the hashtag BYUCNN. That's hashtag BYUCougarNationNow. That's one way to do it. Or you can tweet uh, at Greg Rubel. I'll check my feed and get it that way as well. So at Greg Rubel or hashtag BYUCNN. And there are still those who like to use the email and greet us via the email because they can be a little more expansive. They can uh, they can write more. They can say more. They can do more things on the email. And so if you want to do that, I'll check it now and again. And I'll do that using this following email address. It is CougarNationNow at BYU.edu. Cougar Nation now at BYU.edu. 
And that's two N's at the back of that word, Cougar Nation now at BYU.edu. So if you want to do the email, that's fine. Most of you will hit the Twitter. If you're still up, I mean, it's quarter to two, right? It's one forty-three in the morning. Greg, I got people on the East Coast texting me about that are still listening to us. You know Cougar Nation never sleeps. I had someone uh, tweet us from Doha, Qatar. Now it's later and later in the day for them. It's easier probably at this point on Sunday uh, than it is for those on the East Coast. But wherever you are, whether in Qatar or on the East Coast or right here in Utah, hashtag BYUCNN or at Greg Rubel on the Twitter. And we'll continue to relive uh, tonight's victory. Take some of your comments and see where it takes us on the program. It is Cougar Nation now. Mitchell Juergens will join us in the booth shortly. Greg and Riley, until then, Cougars 26 and Utes 17. That's our final score. Yes, we still have to remind you of the score. We've done it a few times, but it's been a while. But, yeah, BYU is a winner tonight. And so the nine-game, 12-year streak is over. Uh, And the Cougars get one back before this rivalry goes on a break again. They'll not play in 2022 or 2023. But when they get back together in 2024, it'll be a pair of P5 programs going head-to-head. All right, the Cougars have opened the season with wins, back-to-back wins over P5 programs. Arizona last week and BYU, or rather, and Utah this week. And we're talking about it on Cougar Nation now, BYU Creamery. Cougar Nation now, next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network.